You're listening to Copeland Morgan Media, your source for investment property analysis, education, and advice. Find us online at copelandmorgan.com. Yeah, and I'll also add that, Taylor, I think you've been really savvy with regards to refinancing and using the equity in your properties and leveraging that into more properties. And I think if you buy smart and you you manage well and you reposition those properties and you you, you rent them at full market rent and now they're they're operating at, at full market value, um, you know, you can create equity without really having to spend on CapEx. Yep. And I think that's another uh, sort of secret sauce is is just run the properties like a well-run business. And then you can take that equity and refinance it in a few years down the road and then roll that into another bigger, better property. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Um, I think one of my all-time favorite things about real estate that I, I didn't mention from a tax perspective, but it, it may or may not be obvious, is that if you sell a property there is instantly t- uh, a tax on that on on that gain, uh, capital gains tax. If you refinance a property, it is not a taxable event. So, if Tampa and St. Pete have appreciated the way the way it has and it continues to do that, um, hopefully, what happens is that my equity position in the property builds. I'm able to get a loan at a higher LTV or, or a similar LTV or higher LTV, but because of that appreciation, I'm, I'm able to pull cash out tax-free that I can then go invest into more properties and grow my business. So, and Taylor, we had a question here in the chat from, from Doug. He said, how, how long do you think is a good time frame to refi? And I'm going to put a slight spin on that and just ask you, when is the right time to refinance a property? Yeah. So a really good question, Doug. Uh, for me, what it comes down to is the amount of points that I'm paying up front or any kind of loan costs that are associated with refinancing of the property. So for, I, I can give you a perfect example, actually. So I'm going through a refinance of a, of a six-unit property now. Um, the closing costs on the original loan were very low. It was like a half a point, and there, there's a very small prepayment penalty of like $2,000 to get out of it, but it's at 6%. Um, I'm currently refinancing to a, to a, a loan at three and three quarter percent, and the fees to close that loan are are half a point as well. So if you amortize what those fees look like on the initial loan, they're really low per year that I've owned the property, and the interest savings that I'm going to be making from three point seven five to six, it pays for any of the loan costs that I'm paying to actually refinance pretty much in the first six months. Um, so there, there is no, there is no set break-even point that I think makes sense. But the way I look at it is, I'm a long-term investor. So if I could save money within four years or so, I'll, I'll go ahead and do it. Um, and essentially, what I mean by saving money is that if the points that I'm paying in closing costs to refinance are going to be less than my interest savings in four years, I'll go ahead and do it. Yeah. So, and I think there's two pieces to that puzzle, Doug, and for everyone else listening, uh, one is you have to have the equity. So, you know, using single family as an example, you can typically cash out at 75% LTV. So it depends on your current loan balance and it depends on your current value of the property. So if you just brought the property two months ago and it hasn't really appreciated and you haven't really improved it, there's not really going to be any equity there to refinance. But if you've owned the property three, four five years, you've done some work to it, you've got it rented at really high market rent, 
that might be the, the great time to look into a refi because if you've got 50, 60, $80,000 in equity and, and you can pull that out at, you know, three to 4% interest and very little, very low closing costs and it's tax free. Well, that looks like a great time to refi but it's going to be different for every person. But the two pieces to the puzzle are, well, how much equity do you have? How much cash can you tap into? And what are the financing costs and what are the financing terms look like? And, and you kind of weigh those two on a scale and, and pull the trigger if it makes sense for you. Thank you for listening to the Copeland Morgan Media Real Estate Podcast. As you can imagine, producing this great educational content takes a lot of effort and commitment on our part. We only ask one thing in return. Please subscribe to our podcast using your favorite podcast app or by visiting copelandmorgan.com podcast. And remember, there's no greater compliment than referring us to a friend or colleague. Until next time, I'm Jeff Copeland.